All right, listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. We are doing a special episode as we will be for the next several weeks. Uh, we're doing listener ride reviews. And today we're doing our very first one with Levi Marquez. Levi, how the hell are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, Paul. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us. I know we, uh, you and I have been working through some technology issues. Glad we got it worked out. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> Seems no, like uh, everything's going to go good. Uh, yeah. but, but hey, listeners, sound quality is going to be a little bit different uh, for the foreseeable future, for at least for the next couple of weeks. We're doing everything we can to work through them. Uh, please bear with us. Chris is going to be jumping in on some of these shows. Uh, but for today, we know we were already kind of behind the behind the gun because Friday's episode we also had some tech issues with. Uh, but now that everything's worked out, uh, we, we're ramping back up to be ahead of schedule. Uh, there is a possibility in the coming two weeks or so, uh, Chris will be hosting some of the shows by himself. Um, that'll just be for an episode or two. I promise, guys, I'll be back to, to keep him in line. Uh, but let's dive into talking with Levi. Levi, tell us, how'd you get your start in diesel performance? Well, my start, it came from my, my brother and his bad luck with pickups. <laughs> <laughs> he had, uh, he had a, it was a 93, uh, Ram W250, the four wheel drive lifted. It was, it was a pretty truck, but it, uh, blew a tire awesome. and twist. Yeah, it was a beautiful pickup, but, uh, he blew a tire and it twisted the frame. So, uh, him and my dad were drinking around the table one day and came up with the idea that a 77 Ford would be something that would be a prime candidate for it. Cause it'd be almost indestructible for him. Um, my dad fell in love with the build and, uh, we decided to do my gray one, my 77. And, uh, then it all just kind of took off from there. I blew up transmission number three in that high boy. <laughs> and decided that <laughs> that I needed something that was a little bit more reliable. Uh, I found an 04 ranch truck, which was the exact opposite of reliable. I'm still putting money into that one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then kids came, uh, race trucks got put put on hold, and uh, ended up buying a Yukon and. Uh, the payments were just, they were just killing us. They were insane. So, uh, I found my opportunity to finally talk my wife into a diesel and now I promptly trapped her in a mega cab that she's not allowed to get out of. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Put everybody behind the wheel. I dig it, man. That way you just got more stuff to play with as time goes on. Right. Right. Exactly. That was my thoughts. I was like, well, we can tune it back to stock if you want, but I want to be able to have fun with it too. <laughs> uh, now, I believe the truck we are talking about today is the 77 Fummins. Uh, I know you do also have those other two common rails as well. Uh, let's dive in. Let's talk about this 77 Fummins. Uh, what all have you done to it? Um, so it has, um, so with those high boys, they had a narrower frame. So they came with an NP205 transfer case. It was divorced. So we found a two wheel drive. Uh, second gen from around here so it has the p-pump 12 valve and an nb45 behind it um but other than that i mean it was it was really fairly basic uh it had a what was it, it was a four inch straight pipe it had just stock injectors the pump wasn't really 
messed with too much, but um, yeah, no, I mean, it was just, it was just more of a pole horse, something that my dad uh, didn't really want to put a whole bunch of money and explosions into. That was more my job, but. <laughs> um, okay. So, so do you guys actually tow with it still to this day? Is it, is this something that's on the road and you use in a practical uh, purpose? Um, it's, it's going to be by the end of this year. I promise I've been promising myself for a few years, but <laughs> I finally, uh, tra- or, uh, talked my wife into it. No, uh, when it blew up transmission number three, I was, a broke little high school kid, so I uh, I kind of lost all motivation with it there for a little bit. But now I have it back. I'm currently rebuilding the transmission in it. Um, so yeah, no. Hopefully within the next two to three months, I'll have the transmission back in it and uh, have it back on the road. Um, yeah, no. I mean, we we towed with it everywhere. We had what was it? It was a 28 foot trailer i think okay and we used and uh, yeah we used to haul hay all over new mexico with it so (laughs) (laughs) i love it i i I love i love mixing a little bit of um pointlessness with a lot of practicality right so like anytime you're doing a swap there is some pointlessness to it there's probably a cheaper solution than doing a full-on fum and swap right but um on the other hand if you can find that practical purpose to actually get something out of it and go out and have some fun with it and, and also tow something and and drive it across the road and and actually use it in a real way. I just think that kind of brings it all together. You know, to me, that's really what diesel performance is all about. Uh, I always said anybody could build a race car, uh, but to build something that that you could have a lot of fun with and also still use in a, in in a real world uh, that just makes a lot of sense. Um, tell us, walk us through that build process. What was it like doing that swap? What'd you start with? Um, we started with, it was a, let's see, that one was a 390 and a Ford high boy with a C6 transmission, bought it running and driving. And, uh, uh, my dad had just full intentions of pulling it out. So, uh, we went in, um, you have to do some modification to the front cross member to clear the oil pan. You have to um see I'm, I'm still going over this i was it's been a while <laughs> <laughs> um mounts had to be fabbed in uh transmission mount i don't think we had to do anything to it and we left uh the transfer case from the ford so there was no tweaking past behind the transmission um the body had to be lifted an inch and a half so that we could clear valve covers in the top of the tranny And um, we had to weld in uh, on the bottom side of the radiator. We had to go take it to a radiator shop and they had to build a new neck for it because my dad wanted to keep that real thick, you know, (laughs) old Ford, uh, you know, big block, solid uh, chunk of copper for a radiator. Sure. Yeah, we had to wiggle around that. The thing never got hot, ever. (laughs) 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 Really was miserable in the winters because the heater was... (laughs) subpar but no it was uh yeah no it was a huge family tradition both of my brothers are building new ones now i'm trying to get this one back on the road so hopefully within the next year or two it's going to be a lot of the whole family tradition thing you know but (laughs) i love it man i love it hell yeah get that get everybody involved right why have one when when as a group you guys can have three or four of them 
Right. Exactly. No, uh, that's, that's our, that's our end goal. I mean, uh, the, my, my kids have already caught the bug, you know, they want to go sideways everywhere, which, <laughs> but you know, it's worth it. No, um, you know, they've already caught the bug. So I'm <laughs> trying, trying to build for their futures is what I'm calling it. <laughs> sure. Well, Hey, yeah. it sounds like, and I love to hear this, that you worked with your family. I'm sure you learned a lot from your dad. I'm sure you learned a lot from your brothers when it comes to today, when it comes to getting this project finished, uh, share with our listeners, where are some of the places you go to learn more uh, about, about things with this build? Where do you go to, to kind of find answers when you run across something that you don't know? Um, Facebook groups are a huge help. Um, I occasionally poke around with like some of the companies. I don't really like to bug them too much. I know they're busy, but, uh, um, yeah, no, mainly I just go to the family. We all kind of brainstorm and collaborate and eventually we come up with something kind of Frankenstein that somehow works. (laughs) But uh, Yeah, no, I mean, like if I can't get in touch with my family usually it's you know a lot of the old like uh Fumman's tech on facebook and a lot of that kind of stuff is really a lot of where i go to for a lot of that information sure man absolutely hey listen this podcast got started going around and and sharing posts in all of those facebook groups man that's where the industry is at that's where the community is at um i i think it's awesome use your resources do you got to sift through the information and make sure that you're finding good info sure just like the forums used to be back in the day right oh yeah yeah (laughs) you can definitely catch some interesting information over there yeah watching uh i remember watching one guy here was talking about drilling out his injector holes and uh, I think he made a post like it was like two days later, and he had melted a piston. It was like I it was a miracle it even ran at all. But <laughs> there's just some classics with guys. Yeah, yeah. I love I love when we're not even using trying to use the term honing. Like he he just straight up had his drill and had his his injectors in a vice and and went to town and let's see what's going to go down. Right. No, he, he thought that it was going to be just the DeWalt 2000 horsepower gains and <laughs> off to the races. But, <laughs> but no, I, it, I was like, I don't want to, I kind of want to tell him, but I'm kind of curious to see how this goes. Hey man, <laughs> let him, let him blow his stuff up. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure he's got right. the money to repair it. Right. right uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Replacing oil with water so that you're, you're, engine spins faster is not going to make more horsepower uh (laughs) all sorts of good ones out there all sorts of good ones yeah no it's kind of like uh communism or rotary papers looks great on paper but it just uh it 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 doesn't work out (laughs) (laughs) absolutely absolutely no good good analogy um okay so so if we're getting back to your trucks think back now you've gotten your experience with three four diesels right there at the house uh you, you know right around you what do you think out of all the the money you've spent on diesel, what was the biggest waste of money when it came to a modification, when it came to to trying to make something better or changing something from factory, where do you think you, you made the worst choice, the, the biggest waste of money? Biggest waste of money. Oh, there's a few of them. <laughs> um, huh. If I had to say, it'd probably be uh, like the BFG KO2s. I bought them because I ran the KOs forever. Okay. They were fantastic tires. I bought the KO2s and they didn't last me, but 
maybe 10,000 miles. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wasn't nice to them, but Ugh. at the same time, I mean, they, they didn't last for anything. Those ones hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Tires, man, it's a big expense. You know, we often laugh on the show about how we just don't give a lot of tire love out there. We just don't just our, our group of guys usually doesn't spend a lot of time talking about rims and tires. Well, at least, Okay, the, the rest of them probably do. I generally do not. I'm probably the big bah humbug when it comes to rims and tires. But but yeah. every time I go to replace them, I just feel it's too much money for what I got. I just feel I spent way too much money for whatever they shipped me. No matter how long they lasted, I will think back about all the times that tires did last me an insane amount of time. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, yeah. tires are just one of those expenses that just feel like a kick in the shins every time you got to get out the credit card. Oh yeah, no, it, it kicks you every time and it, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts every single time. <laughs> All right. Time I'm sure I opened my wallet and it whimpered at me. But. <laughs> <laughs> Levi, where do you think you, you spent the best money? What was the best modification you ever made to a diesel truck? It was the, the Dynatrack hubs that I put on my 04. Just okay. For, yeah, because if you if you scroll through my Instagram, it's that truck's been about a million and one things. It's been a single wheel. It's been a dually welding rig. Now it's just a dually standard pickup. But um, when it was a welding rig, I was driving a lot, and it saved on mileage. And uh, the bearings are so much cheaper to repair or uh, maintain. If uh, if I could suggest those to anyone, I would. I mean, they're just, <laughs> they're so useful because it's you know. It's 15 bucks into a seal and all my ABS lights turn off. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard to complain about that. I hear you there. I hear you there. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, because I bought one set of the standard hubs. I was like, never again. I'm not spending $400 on hubs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, hey, one last chance here. What, what's the piece of advice you'd like to give all the listeners out there about diesel performance? What do you think is just one good thing that you've learned that maybe you want to share with everyone? Buy a Cummins. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, definitely put money where it counts. Like, I watched my, my brother, he did the program and everything on a six, seven and didn't do head studs. And we did three head gaskets in a year. Oh. Uh, definitely do your research and put money where, where it, where it counts and not where it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's probably, yeah. That's probably about the best thing I can think to think to give anyone. <laughs> That's good advice, man. Hey, if our listeners want to jump on and follow along with your build there uh, on Instagram, where can they find you? Um, they're going to find me at Levi Marquez, M-A-R-Q-U-E-Z, 77. Perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah, just go ahead and poke around. And uh, if you have any questions, just uh, go ahead and shoot me a line. But uh, yeah, no. And again, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. It was, <laughs> it was uh, super cool. and. Uh, I'm pretty sure my wife's kind of happy that I'm uh, getting it done with so I can quit talking about it to her. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, now now all of our four listeners are going to hear this. So, so we're all going to be holding you accountable to get this completed. Um, 
Levi, thank you so much for, for bearing with us through, through some of those tech issues. And certainly thank you so much for coming on and being the very first guest uh, for our listener ride review. Uh, listeners, if you want to get involved, the only place to go and sign up to be on the show is on our Facebook group, Fans of Diesel Performance Podcast Facebook group. Jump on there. You'll find the post. I put it up. I, I posted the link a hundred times to sign up to be on the show. Get signed up. We want to have you guys on the show. Everybody else wants to hear from you. Uh, we're really looking to make this an awesome segment and a standard part of Diesel Performance Podcast. For today, I've been Paul Wilson, and this has been Levi Marquez with me. Thank you so much for listening. Bye, guys. <laughs>